The Hawkeye Nation podcast is happy to have Exile Brewing Company as our anchor sponsor based in Des Moines, Iowa, down at 1514 Walnut Street, established in 2012. The 2015 Great American Beer Festival gold medal winner, top 10 best selling new craft beer in the nation for 2015. And you have that in Des Moines, Iowa, available on tap and in bottles throughout the entire state. They brew five year round beers, 10 to 15 seasonal and limited release beers so check them out exile brewing company 1514 walnut street HawkeyeNation.com instant reacts. My name is Wolfgang at Wolfgang Hawkeye on Twitter at Wolfgang Hawkeye on Twitter. Hawks beat Penn State's 90 to 79 was never in question. Iowa looked beautiful. Four in a row for Iowa. They're coming on. They're going to make this hard for the committee. Big time hard. Okay. Now it's interesting if you look at some of the numbers. Lenardi is supposedly the stud of this. He knows it. He gets it right. I think John Miller tweeted out that Joe Lenardi gets it right 90% of the time. That's a little scary. But if you look at Iowa's numbers, Iowa is 74 in the RPI. And Iowa's got to figure out a way to schedule better and figure out why the RPI just doesn't like the state of Iowa, why they hate farmers. I don't know what it is, but the RPI always has Iowa as the worst in terms of the other, the other analytical sites. 63 for Sagarin, 65 for Ken Palm, which I bow down to. I love Ken Palm. Anybody that's a, a basketball freak, a, that, a, that is a basketball Jones, loves Ken Palm. Started out the day before the Penn State game at 68 at Ken Palm. Moved up three spots to 65. And then something called the BPI, which I can't stand. We're 77. I'm sorry. I can't stand the BPI. Um, let's look at Joe Lenardi because he is right most of the time. I think we have to take him, um, we have to value his input in this. Uh, the first four out are Rhode Island, 41 RPI, Kansas State, 58 RPI, Illinois, 57 RPI, and Iowa, 71 RPI. Okay. One of those teams is not like the other, which is scaring me. Okay, 41, 58, 57, and then Iowa, 71. That's quite a jump between those teams. One of those teams is not like the other, and unfortunately, it's Iowa. But there's another thing. Iowa's playing very good ball now, and the people, if they're watching these games with their eyeballs, Iowa is an NCAA tournament team. We'll see what they do with these analytics and what they do. Last four in, they've got Vandy. 44 RPI, Xavier at 33 RPI, and they're they're one of the last four in, 33. Then you got Wake Forest at 28, and then USC at 36. Um, It's hard to compare these teams. Um, Iowa State beat Vandy, excuse me, lost to Vandy by six, and Iowa beat Iowa State by 14. Does that mean anything? I don't know. I'm I, I'm 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 reaching. I don't care. I, I'm gonna I'm reaching, and that's what you got to do this time of the year when you're on this bubble, when you're on this soft bubble. That's what you have to do. Iowa State played K State twice. Okay, they beat them by five points and eight points. 
Iowa, again, beat Iowa State by 14. I'd love to ask Iowa State fans, hey, Iowa State fans, who's the better team, Iowa or Vandy? Iowa or K-State? If you're a Cyclone fan, I'd love to hear from you. Can they be honest? Can they be? There are some Iowa State fans out there that I honestly believe would give me a true opinion, I think. Or maybe they there's their nose would grow like Pinocchio. I don't know. Yeah, I, I absolutely would. Yes, I root for the Midwestern teams. We're flyover country to everybody else. I get sick of that. Get absolutely sick of it. Uh, 71 is the highest RPI to ever make the NCAA tournament, and that was Syracuse last year. Uh, I just had a tweet from somebody telling me Syracuse is number 80 in the RPI. Not sure if that's changed over the last, you know, whatever, 30 minutes or whatever. But number 80 in the RPI, and they are quote-unquote in, according to Lenardi. And he, they were a what, 10 seed, TB? Didn't you bring that up? They were a 10 seed. Syracuse was. So I, my, uh, what I'd like to do is change our name to the Syracuse Hawkeyes because if, if they get in again with a 71 RPI last year and then an 80 RPI this year, that's something something's a little fishy there um this is getting real fun this is getting real fun we did a nice job on penn state they're two stud freshmen they're a young team so it's going to be interesting to see how much better they get next year and the year after that um tony carr he's he had double figures in the last 10 games 20 points in the last three games he had six points today the Stevens kids, another, another freshman, double figures in the last six games, nine today. And then they've got the uh, the, guy, the Garner kid who's the scorer, held him under 10 with eight points. Penn State isn't a terrible team, and we made them look like a terrible team. Beautiful to watch. Absolutely beautiful. Loved every moment of it. Um, in 2010, Illinois went 10-8 and eight in, in the Big Ten. That's the last time a Big Ten team has not gotten in um, to the tourney when they are two games above 500 in the Big Ten, 2010. So it, if this happens, if we win these next two games, which I do believe, I don't know if you guys believe that, I do believe I was going to have to win two games in order to get in. Um, we'll see. I think most Hawkeye fans agree with that. Um, Illinois losing to Rutgers yesterday, that's going to help because they're one of the first four out. Um, but unfortunately, they beat us twice. So... We, we shall see. A um, couple, couple of just notes that I was looking at. Um, we are playing hard. We are playing real hard. And I'm loving watching it. We out-rebounded them today. We're still, of course, not blocking out like I want to, but we are going after the ball. I mean, it's we're going after the ball with abandon, and I love it. Cook had 10 rebounds again today, 8 the last game and 10 the game before, I believe, if, my, if memory serves. Um and he's just playing absolutely awesome, out of his mind. I love it. Um, Jock, and I, I loved first guess, not second guess, could not stand that he only played four or five minutes in the first half, gets two fouls, and we take him out. I heard Fran after the game, and Fran admitted, and I respect it, that he had considered putting him back. More than considerate. Do, do it. Okay, just Nike, just do it, okay? that's You've got to trust your players from time to time. How many fouls did Jock end up with? I'd be interested to find that out because we have that happen a lot where we will take out a guy after he's got two fouls. We'll sit him the rest of the first half, and then they won't even get another foul the rest of the game. They'll end the game with two fouls. Can see, look, look that up and see if you can find that. Um, Jock, so glad. Bobblehead night. Love that he ended, end, ended the uh, season like that. 
He looks like he's going to get the best free throw percentage ever in the history of the Big Ten. Um, if he could, I don't know, would that end today or would they count Big Ten games on that? Because he's he is at 92.4% free throw percentage in the Big Ten. And the leader, listen to this, folks, the leader of all time, Steve Alford, 92.1%, 1985. So we shall see. I'm so glad we got that guy. I'm so glad Fran saw something in that nobody else saw because pretty much nobody else saw it. He got, I think his only other scholarship offer for Peter Jock was Drake. Can you imagine? That almost would have been fun too, me here in West Des Moines, Waukee slash Waukee to go watch him play at Drake. Can you imagine how many points he would have put up at Drake? If he's doing this in the Big Ten, leading the Big Ten in scoring, what would he have done at Drake? Um, loved seeing him go out like that. Loved seeing the smiles, the hugs. Um, he's had a great career, and he's an all-time great. All-time great. And we found the fouls on Jock yet. We haven't found the fouls on Jock yet. He ended with three fouls. So he got, oh, jeez. It drives me crazy. Sorry. just drives me crazy, and I'm, never, I'm not, not going to let it go. I'm going to first guess, not second guess. I don't agree with that. You got to trust your players sometimes. Um, Doug Gottlieb. Loves this team. If you're reading some of his tweets, he thinks he, he loves this team, but he also loves the, t- the potential that this team is going to show the next three years, which I think you'd have to be Stevie Wonder not to see right now. Reese Davis said he would not. How do you put it? He didn't say he would bet on Iowa getting in the tournament. He said he wouldn't bet against it. So is he? that's kind of saying something without saying something. You know, people like that on TV and radio are good at that. You say something, but you don't really say something. So you get everybody to believe kind of what you said, even though you said two things at the same time. So anyway, um, it'll be interesting. I want to talk about, and we talked about it on the last podcast. And I got a tweet from somebody. I should, I'll try to find out who tweeted me that. But it was what we said on the last podcast a little bit. We brushed over. We didn't talk about it a ton, but we talked about it for two, three minutes, didn't we? Um, the mental toughness. The mental toughness that I was showing, sometimes cockiness, sometimes you want a piece of me, as in Cook, looking down and staring down people, as in Pemsel, nobody, those two guys can go to war with me anytime. I'll, ta- I'll go in the foxhole with them. I'll go down a dark alley. I'll go to the east side of Des Moines with them. Okay, I'm telling you, I will. <laughs> I will. I will. I would, I would do that with those two. I would have no problem doing that. But... Something that I saw a quote from Pemsel, and he brought it up. He brought it up. Actually, I had written this down before. He brought up the word swagger, and he mentioned that they were playing with a swagger. And I think that is the perfect word for what we're seeing out of this Iowa team, playing with a swagger. And let's just say, try not to be too mean here. Didn't see a lot of swagger the last three years. Good teams, liked them. Wouldn't say I saw swagger out of Utah. No, Utah needed a little bit of infusion of confidence. Didn't, didn't believe in himself quite enough, I don't think, for as good a player he was. He didn't walk around with swagger. He didn't walk around with swagger. Um, who else? Clemens, or uh, not Clemens, but Gazelle. Didn't walk around with a lot of swagger. Even though loved the kid. Great kid, great career. There was no swagger there. There is swagger on this team. With Cook, with Pemsel. Let me tell you who's got a little swagger too. My boyfriend, yes, he's my boyfriend. Nicholas Bear, he is my boyfriend. That dude has swagger and toughness, and I'm not sure he's seen a weight room in his life. Do you think he has? 
What's he? I, I mean, what if he gets in the weight room with what he's doing already? I mean, he hunches over. You know, he runs. Yeah, he runs. He anyway. If he, what if he gets stronger next year? Which he obviously will. He's got to. He's got to get in the weight room for crying out loud. But he doesn't get pushed around. He gets in there, and I. He also does stuff that does not show up on the stat sheet. We will get to the stat sheet in a second. But that Nicholas Bear when he. If he can't get the rebound, he'll poke it to somebody who does get the rebound. There will be nothing on the stat sheet that shows that. But we got an extra possession out of that because of him. Now, I guess you can say second chance points, but it doesn't go associated with Nicholas Bear. Um, but yes, he is my boyfriend. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to admit that. Uh, another stat here found interesting. Iowa has won 10 games. Tiff, you brought this up to me. Iowa's won 10 games for the... Third, let's see, what is it? For only this, no, excuse me, for a three-game stretch in a season for only the second time. And that was the 84-85 season to the 88-89 season. Ten games in the Big Ten. That's, I mean, that's pretty damn good. But you got to make the NCAA tournament. So I'm not sure any of us were really thinking we were going to do that. That's why this is so much fun and everybody's so happy. Um but it was great. Absolutely great. Um, some of the first half stats uh, was 47-36 at half. Cook just going to work like he is. The guy's a stud, an absolutely stud, and he's he's only getting better. Cook, 4-6 in the first half, 6 rebounds. Pemsel, another stud, 4-4. Four four. I mean, does he ever miss? He I, he had a little stretch there where I told you he was... Yeah, he was missing shots. I don't I don't know what was what was going on, but he's back to he's back to hitting everything. Um, two rebounds for him, and then Bear. Three of five, seven rebounds. Seven rebounds. Does everything, everything that he can do. Um, Jock with five minutes total, and I'll discuss that. I, I'm, what do you want me to say about it? I, I don't know what to say. It drives me crazy. You can't foul out your own team. You, you, you as a as a coach. I'm sorry. You, you're fouling out your own guy. He only ended up with three fouls. So. I don't agree with that. I just don't. And I think there's ways to play basketball where you can keep him out of foul trouble. Obviously, you can always get, you know, ticky-tack fouls like the refs like to call from time to time. Um, so, yeah, this is this is looking good. This is getting real fun. Let me look up some of the, um, some of the top 25 wins, top 100 wins, stuff like that, um, that they're obviously going to be looking at. I've got a whole thing that this is supposedly what the committee looks at. Um, right now, they've got Iowa at 73 in the RPI. Um, strength of schedule at 41. So we're 18 and 13 now. That RPI will go up a little bit. Um, and let's see against top 50 teams. Okay, five wins against RPI top one to top 50 teams. Five wins. Three wins RPI top 51 to top 100. So that's five and eight against top 50 teams and three and three against top 100 teams. Um, and then... I think I just think we've got a sh- I think we've got a shot here. I do. I think I think we're gonna. Nobody looks scared. Peter Jock. They're all. They don't look nervous. They don't look scared like we've seen in the past. It's they're ready to go. Everybody wants the ball at the end of the game. Nobody at the beginning of the year. It kind of se- seemed like they were trying to give the ball to Jock too much because he was clearly our leader. Clearly, you know, our only senior that was going to get minutes. You know, we didn't think Jones was going to get minutes. But they tried, the ball got sticky. The ball was not moving around as much. And people went out of their way too much to get Jock the ball. They didn't do that this time. They didn't, they did not do that this time. They ever, 
Jock believes in his team, and everybody else believes in Jock, and it's a beautiful thing to watch. All right, let's get after some uh, team stats and also some individual stats. Uh, a couple of the team stats that absolutely stuck out was the bench points. That if we're if we're going to do that, we're going to have a good time chance to beat just about anybody. The bench points were Penn State fourteen, Iowa forty two. That's just that's absolutely a butt kicking. Uh, points in the paint were about the same. Fast break points, we did have 13. I've been complaining about that a little bit. I think Fran's style needs to get more than that. Last game we had, what, TB? We had probably seven. I think the game before that we only had two. So we're up to 14. We need to get easy buckets like that because we're not going to be able to hit three-pointers at a 57% clip the rest of the season. Um, we hit, like I said, 57% of our three-pointers. Penn State hit 29% of their three-pointers. So, yeah, if we can get more fast break points and also continue to get the ball down in the, you know, feed the post, points in the paint. Um, we had uh, 40. They, uh, excuse me, they had 40. We had 34. Um, anything else that sticks out? Free throw percentage, 84%. Absolutely nailing our three our free throws. Um, points off turnovers, about the same. Rebounds, we're winning. We won again. We're not blocking out like I like, but we're going after it, baby. Um, and then the second chance points, listen to this, Iowa 27, Penn State 11. That's, ba- that's bad. 27 to 11. If we can continue to do that, um, we're going we're gonna to be playing well. Bohannon, uh, 11 points for him today, uh, 2 of 6 from three-point range. I'm to the point where every time he misses, I don't believe it. I, don't, I can't understand what happened. He must have a broken hand or something. Uh, Moss didn't do much. Cook is playing out of his mind. We love it. Uh, last three games, like I said, 10, 8, and 10 rebounds. Jock, real struggle in the first half. Thought we should have played him again. We didn't. Jones hit a three-pointer. How about that? First, what, couple minutes of the game? Jones hits a three-pointer. That's good to see because I feel bad for him. He was somebody that maybe last year we were depending on and then gets hurt. Guy that can stretch out to three-point range. A guy that can hit... Free throws, eighty. I think it was eighty-four uh, percent three or uh, free throws, and about forty-four, forty-five percent uh, three-point range for him in JUCO. Uh, Jones again liked his hustle. Only had uh, um, or not Jones, excuse me. Wagner had twenty-three minutes, but I, he dove on the ball for a loose ball. If you remember that, these are the kind of things that I remember when I go and rewatch. But uh, Wagner dove on the on the ball or dove on the ball actually did dive on the ball and saved it from going out of bounds and called a timeout got us an extra possession and those extra possessions really add up um creener uh not much williams six assists people i've been a little bit down on on williams this year hasn't hasn't done a lot to me don't really even want him shooting if he can get to the basket fine but he was getting in the lane he was dishing to other people six assists to zero turnovers um Ewell looks like he's going to be the odd man out. We've been wondering who was going to be the odd man out of this team. Um, how many guys can we play? Ewell, zeros literally across the board. Other than minutes, four minutes. But he had zeros literally across the board. It's too bad the guy can't get uh, an infusion of some confidence and get going here. Pemzel, my man. A guy, a guy that I don't understand why more colleges didn't go after. He's an absolute stud underneath. Makes... His hands are back. He's got soft hands. And then Bear with 20 points, 7 of 10 field goals, 4 of 4 from three-point range, 2 of 3 from the free throw line, and 10 rebounds. 
10 rebounds. There's no way a guy like that with his frame should be getting 10 rebounds, but he does. He absolutely does. Yeah, and Ellingson, uh, yeah, didn't play that well. One of six. He's a guy that I would like to see. I brought this up on the radio. Get maybe five more minutes than he was getting. Um, Take those away from Jock and get his sweat going, get his lather going to where he's he's feeling the stroke again. Because if we could get him on again, like he was playing when Jock wasn't there, that adds a dimension that's just sick. Um, Iowa shot 47%, 48% from uh, field goal percentage, 57.1 from three-point range, and 84% from free throw uh, percentage. And they they really did a good job against uh, Penn State's uh, three best players. Absolutely did a good job. Stevens, 3 of 10. 30% field goal percentage for him in 33 minutes. So Garner, only 8 points, 3 of 12. That's not going to cut it from their best players. It's just not. And they're not going to even come close to beating Iowa if, if they've got uh, if they play that way. Uh, another stat that I found interesting, Iowa's had four players under Fran that had 20 points and 10 rebounds. Mel Sambasabi, surprisingly, did that four times which kind of surprised me. He kind of petered out at the end of his career. But he started off with, we thought he was going to be good, really good player. But uh, he did that four times. Aaron White, obviously very great player for Iowa. He did that twice with the 20 points and 10 rebounds as an underclassman under Fran. And then Cook did it last week, and Bear did it today. So that's two guys, two underclassmen, are doing things that have not been done at Iowa under Fran very much at all. And this is looking fun. I'm nervous as heck. You know, I don't know. I just don't know what they're going to look at, and I don't think anybody does. If they're going to get, if they're going to put Syracuse in at eighty, then I I feel like Iowa's got a good shot because I just I believe we do. I believe we do. If we win two games, I think if we win two games, we're in. If we're not in, I've got a problem with that. And uh, hopefully, Steve Harvey reads the brackets. And maybe he'll uh, announce um, Iowa instead of Iona. Is Iona going to get into the, the – I, I can't stand that every year. The NCAA tournament, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Oh, Iona. You said Iona, not Iowa. So maybe Steve Harvey can read the can read the, uh, can read read the the brackets. So we will be back. Um, I don't know. We're going to find out a lot here. We'll probably do a show right about the NCAA tournament. We will break down some of the brackets, and uh, we. I hope we're in a good mood. If we're not, if we may, if I'm not even going to say that word, I'm not even going to say that word, that N I blank word. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to bring that. I'm not going to bring that to the table. Even though this is a young team, that if they did go to it, they would be deserving. I would be proud of them. But they got a shot for more, and if they make it, they got a chance to do some damage. Just like the team that I was making fun of, Syracuse did last year. Iowa would nobody would want a piece of them with uh, with the depth that they have and the, how hard they're playing right now um, is amazing. And they're beating teams they should beat, and they're beating teams that well maybe they, I don't know, maybe they should beat them, maybe they shouldn't. That's the sign of a good team. So we will be back. My name is Wolfgang at Wolfgang Hawkeye. Thanks for li- listening to the podcast, and we shall be back uh, probably right before the NCAA tournament. Thanks.